is in the know for September the the 2nd of 2020. It's Uncle Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show. You might be joining us on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station and 1039 The Moose via the K105 WMTL app. Watching on K105 Digital Productions on SoundCloud. All of the different ways that we have for you to join in on today's show. Coming up today... We will update you on the latest news headlines, some COVID-19 numbers, an update on jobless claims across the state. The Derby Post positions were released yesterday. We'll talk about that. Where's Quacky will come up. And then a creative first day of school picture. One of the things that we will have to share. So we got to jump right into it. We want to make sure that we uh, don't waste any more time and keep things rolling here. But first, we got to introduce our first Co-host for today, Misty Thomas joins us. Misty, good morning. How are you? It helps if I turn your microphone on. I'm well. How are you? Ah, you know, we're, we're, we're hanging in there halfway yeah. through the week. It's yeah. hump day. Yeah. So almost there. Um, I, I read this this morning and found this very interesting. So they have developed a new, I guess it's more of a mindset is the way you call it, to make sure that you don't eat too much. Oh, please do do share. Do so say. they say this here, say. <laughs> that you are supposed to use tongs when you snack. According to new research, using tongs on things like pretzels and chips forces you to slow down and pay attention to how much you're consuming, help, helping you eat 30% less and feel fuller sooner. Sure. It's like me using chopsticks because you're so frustrated yeah, that you can't you give up. do it. Well, then you injure yourself because you get it in your mouth and if you let go and then yeah, it's your mouth open. Well, yeah, like, I have a small awkward. pair uh-huh. that, that I use. You're that, cheating that works. now. I think you yeah. have to have the big ones. Uh, yeah, you're going like, to eat 70% <laughs> instead of 30 that, So you're for this? I'm for anything that will suppress my appetite. Like, I can't stop eating all of the time. Anybody know how to turn that off? Well, use tongs. I need more than I think tongs. Yeah, I mean, it, it, anything can work. But the anger that – the problem is if I couldn't get the food in my mouth, I would get so angry that I would probably tong somebody close to me. So that would be that's bad. That's true. And yeah. usually I'm the one the closest to you in the office. Yeah. So I'd probably, I'd probably be the eyes. next yeah, – yeah, that's probably not something that I want to do. Would not be safe for you. No, not at all. <laughs> Our second co-host today joining us from the Grayson County Extension Office, Whitney Carmen. Good morning, Whitney. How are you? Welcome back. It, again, it helps if I turn your microphone <laughs> That's off. That's okay. It's one of those mornings. Glad to be here. Yes, yeah. we appreciate you. You don't have a mic, boo. We That's forgot okay. to give it to you. That's we, right. we'll, have to, we'll have to get you that. So it'll work. We'll get you that here in a, in a minute. But uh, they have released a new poll here mm-hmm. of the most attractive American accents. What do you think is number one? Well. Or, or should we start with number 50? What's last? Are there fifty? I don't know. I mean, I America? love our I love our accent, the one that we have here tenth. regionally. Tenth. We're tenth, okay. Kentucky's but I tenth. do love a good Southern South Carolina, North Carolina, you know, you along the, the coast. The, yeah, I, I like that too. I think of of Kevin Spacey and House of Cards. That yes. that that yeah. kind of. Um, it's so. a little bit slow for me. I tell you what, I love. I follow this lady on Instagram, and it's called Life with Cinda. Uh-huh. Well, she's been doing videos. And she has a very Louisiana. Oh, accent. see now I, that's another one. I like Texas. those two. Cajun. Texas is number one. What's the Texan a Texan? Accent? I don't even know what a Texan so accent it's, is. It's drawl. It's got a drawl. Texan drawl. Mm-hmm. Um, so the typical Texan accent is a Southern accent with a twist, with strong R's and plenty of howdies. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. I don't say. know many Texans. I know a lot of Texans that don't say so howdy. Your, your top five: Chicago is fifth. Alabama's fourth. Bostonian is third. Mm. New York is second. Mm. Hey, I got to so tell it's, it's you a, that when you're in Minneapolis, that that ho they get that the Canadian, soda. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that very see oh, where, I, where Carolina yeah. is. I'm, I'm I'm scanning through here and I don't see I don't one off the top the of my Boston head. Good Boston accent's uh, pretty cool too. I don't. Okay. It's, it's rough, but 25th. I like it. 25th. Okay. I'd say Charleston is probably yes. the, the way that they okay. used to describe it. The Super Bowl commercial where they use. Uh, Jim off of the office in the commercial, uh-huh. and it's the backup. They're backing up the car, and the girl from Saturday Night Live, and they're using the Bostonian accent. They, <laughs> yes. they yes. park the car. Yeah. They park the car. They park the car. <laughs> Ready park the car. Like it cracked me. It was my favorite yeah. commercial from the Super yeah. Bowl because of the accent, which was like a hundred years ago. <laughs> yes, yes, it feels, it feels yes. six thousand days ago. Um, heavy and gusty winds are possible with early morning showers this morning, while the heavy rain looks to move out. 
Around this time today, additional scattered thunderstorms are possible in this afternoon. Some storms may be strong, so scattered thunderstorms with a high of 85 today. They continue that chance into tonight with a low around 73. More thunderstorms are in the forecast, possibly tomorrow with a high near 85 and a low of 68. That is your weather forecast. Rain, 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 rain. But I think it's looking to be a pretty decent weekend. Listen, so, it was pouring the rain when I woke up this morning. I thought, no, I don't want to go into work. I want to see like, that that woke me up wet. this morning now that I'm thinking about it. It was nice. but It stopped as soon as I was to like leave the house. Well, that's it cleared good. Up. Yes. I was that's like, good. Um, Jesus loves me. <laughs> low, uh, update on the coronavirus numbers. As after two days of low numbers due to lack of weekend reporting by some labs, Kentucky saw a huge spike in new cases of the coronavirus on Tuesday. Governor Andy Bashir yesterday reported 807 new positive cases of COVID-19. 150 of those 807 are kids 18 and under. 55 are just 17 and 18 years old. Bashir says that that is a growing concern. The 807 new cases increases the total to 49,185 total cases. Bashir did announce 15 deaths yesterday. 948 is now the total amount of deaths. The deaths included, uh, you had one from Callaway County, uh, four from Campbell County, one from Fayette County. Uh, he did announce one of the two from Grayson County, a 55-year-old woman. Harlan County, you had two from Jefferson, two from Lincoln, one from Monroe, one from Owen, and one from Pulaski County. Nearly 900,000 tests, and the your uh, positivity rate did drop yesterday to 4.4%. So I guess if you want a, a positive, that is continuing to be something that they're seeing to drop, which is, I think, kind of what their their mindset is, is how they're t- seeing if what they're doing is working kind of thing, mm-hmm. is, is seeing if that positivity rate continues to, to drop. Yesterday, they did also talk at the briefing about jobless claims. And Governor Bashir has extended the contract with Ernst & Young to the end of 2020 to help process some of the jobless claims. Since they have begun a couple of weeks ago, they have processed more than 141,000 claims. So that's something that uh, we'll be um, just continuing to keep an eye on here over the next couple of months. So it is expected to help the state process 70,000 more jobless claims in the coming months while not falling behind on the new requests or assistance. So something to keep away. Keep in mind, uh, the Kentucky Department of Education yesterday released some more guidelines about when schools will reopen, what it will look like. And one of the main things said that Kentucky students, and this is something that I thought was already a strong strong recommendation, masks will be required mm-hmm. throughout the entire day. Actually, it's recommended that they be required by all teachers and staff. The only time that they say that you should not have your mask on is if you are actively eating or drinking. If students are outside and additionally six feet from others, masks are not required per the updated guideline. Recommendations came from the Kentucky Department of for Public Health, and they met, state superintendents met virtually yesterday to talk about the new guidance. So I'm not sure if we will hear more from the Grayson County School District here over the next, next couple of days to see what the changes might be because they're supposed to, if everything's goes as planned the 28th so that was four weeks from mm-hmm. what is today today's wednesday so four weeks from monday is going kindergarten back to school. involved in that too i thought there was something that said that kindergartners did not weren't required but that could have this been in this new does not say uh i think that is correct because i think that they recommend that children under the age of five do not mm-hmm. so that's something that uh just really strange to me because if you're human and you're a carrier you're a carrier mm-hmm. you know so if we're really about protecting, then I'm a purist. It's either 100% or it's none. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. don't. And kindergartners are the ones that pick their nose and share their boogers. But, you know, I've seen a lot of kindergartners that have done a very good job with it. I mean, yeah. they're ha- they're handling it right. well. Well, yeah. I know Princess Tianya, her, mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. two daughters are both about that age, mm-hmm. and they love wearing their mask, yeah. she says. She says that they, whenever they go out, that they ask, you know, do we need our mask? Yeah. So they're, they're very fun. much. Yeah, because yeah, you can get some cool masks, mm-hmm. too. I've seen some, some oh, really yeah. creative masks and everything Listen, along the lines. I've said that. it before. We'll say it again. During my ugly duckling phase, like middle school, acne, braces, all that stuff, I would have loved to have had a mask. <laughs> oh, that's very there right. Are, yeah. like, there are positives. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Mitch McConnell yesterday was speaking and chided some big city mayors for showing reluctance to enforce the law when ongoing protests turned destructive. 
Kentucky Republican also said police agencies deserve respect, but acknowledged that there are a few bad apples in their ranks who need to be dealt with when police misbehavior occurs. McConnell is seeking a seventh term in November election and spoke about protests after receiving an endorsement from the Kentucky Fraternal Order of Police. So uh, that's and there's a, a lot more about what he spoke about, but pretty much that's the that's the main highlight that he's uh, going against and saying that mayors need to do a better job in discussing when it comes to that. Uh, good news to report, because we, we like to do that. Two Kentucky State Police Troopers who reside in Grayson County have recently received prom, uh, promotions. In a press release, Kentucky State Police Post 3 in Bowling Green welcomed its newest member, Trooper Brandon Brooks, who will make the move to a newly minted KSP sergeant. Brooks, who has been with KSP for eight years and served as accident reconstructionist, will transfer to Post 3 after serving at Elizabethtown's Post 4 for several years. Also receiving a promotion was Trooper Brad Riley, who is promoted to Lieutenant. Riley, who joined the KSP in 2009, has served in a multitude of capacities, including security for government officials. Riley has twice been named KSP Post 4 Trooper of the Year in 2010 and 2015. So if you're watching with us, that is Brandon Brooks on the left and Brad Riley on the right. So congratulations, yeah, congratulations to both of them. Yeah. Big promotions going on there. A man has been arrested after leading Kentucky State Police on a chase with speeds over 120 miles per hour on I-65 in Hardin County. Early Sunday morning, State Police attempted to stop 30-year-old Alex Clay Jr. of Tennessee, who was traveling over 120 miles per hour as he drove north. But, um he fled police until he lost control of the vehicle at the 101 mile marker in Hardin County, flipping the car onto its top. An open alcoholic beverage container was found in the car. He was unsteady on his feet and had bloodshot eyes. He was transported to Hardin Memorial Hospital, where the citation said he admitted to drinking, telling police, I drink every day. He was arrested, charged with DUI, fleeing, open alcohol container, speeding, and lodged in the Hardin County Detention Center. Okay, so I just got to say, when when his photo first came up, mm -hmm. I thought he had smoke coming out of his mouth, the way that his beard is only gray on one yeah. half. And I'm like, uh, Mr. Woosley, when are we? When do we allow smoking in? <laughs> oh, he's not in Grayson County. He's in Hardin County. He's in the Hardin they County. Do, they may yeah. do it differently. There. Yeah, they might. Uh, but I'm like, are are we are we smoking now with our mug shots? But it was his beard. Yeah, I mean, and. Uh, if, if you're driving drunk, why are you driving 120 miles per hour? Well, if you're drinking every day, then, and that's your admitting, in my courtroom, you would just use your, lose your license. Because mm -hmm. if you're not going, if you're drinking every day, you can't be driving any of the days. So mm -hmm. you don't need a, a driver's license. Because that's, that's your choice. The, the Ohio County Sheriff's Office is has made a felony drug arrest while searching for a stolen semi truck. As Ohio County Sheriff Tracy Beatty said that last week, deputies in KSP responded to the 3600 block of Easton Road, about four miles northeast of Fordsville, after receiving information on a Mack truck stolen from Dunaway Timber Company on mm. April 30 of this year. I remember that. Deputies used UTVs in their search and an address at that location, but were unable to locate the stolen truck. They did serve indictment warrants on two people at the location, 47-year-old Nika Elms and 38-year-old Tommy Colbert, or Colbert, um, I don't know. It's Steve. I think Stephen Colbert. But you gave him two <laughs> options. Colbert, Colbert. <laughs> hey, they're both lodged in in the Ohio County Detention Center, though. Um, Isn't on that a, a big truck? It's a pretty good sized truck. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to steal something of value, it's going to be like a diamond ring. Yeah. Yes. Something I put in my pocket, well, not maybe, something that won't even uh, fit in my garage. Maybe he was moving. And he just I was going to say, truck. yeah. I don't. <laughs> stranger uh, things have happened. I, I guess. Mean, the Kentucky Secretary of State had an interesting plan here on how to, as they say, gets crafty with shortage of election poll workers. So what the Kentucky Secretary of State's office is partnering with the state's Guild of Brewers to promote poll workers recruitment and voter registration on beer cans in order to prevent a poll worker crisis stressed by the coronavirus pandemic, Michael mm -hmm. Adams said yesterday. His partnership with craft breweries across the state includes labels designed with QR codes that take drinkers to a website where they can register to vote and apply to work the polls in the November 3rd election. So it typically requires 15,000 poll workers, but Adams said his office has recorded just 3,000 for the upcoming election as of Monday. Without enough poll workers, voters could face long lines at fewer polling places. The breweries that they're working with is Monic Beer Company in Louisville, Pivot in Lexington, Dreaming Creek in Richmond, and Wooden Cask in Newport. If I could appeal to Mr. Adams for a minute to do one thing before you leave office, that's change the name 
from poll worker <laughs> to like <laughs> election volunteer yeah, or employee. Like, you know, we need poll workers. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not citing my grandma. <laughs> <up for that>. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds terrible. Like, uh, let's let's fix that. KSP is looking for aggressive drivers in Kentucky over the next three weeks. You can find more information, but they found the one same last thing. night. They did. Start. They yep. did. They found. Yep. He was going a little quick, yep. so that they got That's one a of them. Giveaway. Um, Fred Norder going to find you, even yes. though he's not KSP. <laughs> Sergeant Norder. His Nordor's hand gonna... has reached past Grayson yes. County. Yes. Like he perks uh, up, right? Like I, I, I hear 120 miles per hour somewhere, and I'm going to go get him. <laughs> Whitney, were you excited yesterday to learn that uh, the Start time for Kentucky's first game was set? Well, I mean, I was excited that they had a time. I wasn't excited about the time. <laughs> so 11 a.m. locally will be when Kentucky opens the season at Auburn on the SEC Network or on K105. Yeah. Probably. You know what, though? Let them, let them do it and let them beat them. And like I said, that's just a little bit more fuel for their fire. They're already on a – they've got a chip on their shoulder. So Yeah, and I like that. Uh, so their second game, the home opener against Ole Miss, will be at 4 – so 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. locally here uh, on the SEC Network. The Tennessee game on October 17th will either be at 11, 2.30, or 3. Mm-hmm. And the Missouri game will be at 11 a.m. on Halloween on the SEC Network, which is, I think I kind of like. If there's, yeah. an, if there's a date for an 11 a.m. game, Halloween's probably yeah. a good day for that to move along with that. Um, Kentucky Derby yesterday released their pole positions. So we can kind of get our first look at the... The horse names, because I've really not done any. I know Tis the Law. That's the that's only the horse. I'm, horse I'm aware I of that one and the one that they that there was one that scratched, right? I think so, and I couldn't tell I you what the, what the name of that is. Yeah. So we can go full screen on this and see here. So you have Finnick the Fierce, Max Player, Enforceable, Storm the Court, Major Fed, King Guillermo. Oh, I like I like that one. Mm-hmm. Money moves, South Bend, Mister Big News, like Thousand Words, Necker Island. Soul Volante, Attachment Rate, Winning Impression, New York Traffic, Honor AP, Tis the Law, and Authentic. And he's in the 17th hole, too. Yes, so a horse has never won from the 17th spot, and he is a 3-5 to five favorite as of last time. Wow. That I, I'm, I'm, this graphic I pulled yesterday, so I'm not sure if it's, if it's changed at all. So, Misty, I know we will have our official picks on, on Friday, but, mm-hmm. but Whitney... Do you see one that you like? Honestly, I have not. This is the first time I've seen the poll. The only one I've heard of is the Tis the Law, and I think he's been beating people kind of like Secretariat did and Big Brown did and some of those other guys. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm probably just going to have to stick with him this You're time. you go with a favorite? Yeah. Do you have one that's maybe a long shot if you had to pick one? Well, uh, you know, if it's not, I kind of like Storm the Court just Storm because, court, you know. Basketball connection. Yeah. Um, so Governor Bashir yesterday said that he will watch the Derby from home and he will record a video message to the winner of the horse. So I think he said something along the lines of if, if fans can't go, he didn't think it was fair that he can go. I think was his was his mentality. Um, I'd say he's tired and probably just doesn't want to go. It's yeah. like, I was going to say, he's gotten out of a lot of, <laughs> he's gotten out a lot of those. I don't, uh, I don't know if those political or those publicity uh, things, but I don't know that he would trade them. Like the publicity he's having to do yeah. every day. Oh, I don't. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't want. He probably wants to sit home with one of Michael Adams. I think he's probably tired. Like I don't want to be in front of the mm-hmm. camera anymore. He's going to sit at home probably on the couch watching with one of Michael Adams' new uh, – <laughs> New beer cans and join yes, well, They're going to find a new new name for the uh, poll worker. Yes, that's they what are. They're gonna do. So that's what your recommendation yes. is that we can move on from there. So coming up here on In the Know, we will have Where's Quacky? As yesterday was kind of a difficult one, and I know that I don't think I knew where it was. Oh, you did know. Mm-hmm. That's right, you did know. But uh, I, I have little, my picture in front of that curious. same place. So we'll find out where Quacky was yesterday and where he made the trip today. Coming up here on In the Know. Today is Blueberry Popsicle Day. Ew. It is Pierce Your Ears Day. Mm-hmm. Coconut Day. 
I like coconut. I like toasted not coconut. A, not a not a fan of coconut particularly. I can eat it, just not not my. It is Spalding Baseball Day, paying tribute to Albert Goodwill Spalding, who is the manager executive and co-founder of AG Spalding on the anniversary of his birth today in 1849, and it is Calendar Adjustment Day. Marking one of the most significant dates in our history, a date that led to the current calendar system and New Year's Day being celebrated at the start of January. That was why today is Calendar Adjustment Day. Interesting. Congratulations to Linda Baxter. She was yesterday's winner of Where's Quacky? As she knew, Quacky visited Clarkson Elementary School. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a... A little bit challenging. If you mm-hmm. probably have never been in Clarkson Elementary, yeah. you would have you no have idea that, that uh, Clarkson Elementary was where he is. Is there? There's Quacky. Yep. As Quacky visited the solar system mu- mural mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So Linda Baxter has won an entry into Monday's Ducking Hunger Regatta that will be streamed live on K105 Digital Productions at high noon. So you'll be able to watch it there. Uh, but... Today's Where's Quacky will show that, and then I'll dive deep in, deeper into into more about that here in a second. But Quacky, where is Quacky visiting today? Let's see if we got the picture along the lines of that. And, um, oh, okay. I think I know where Quacky is. Yep, I know exactly where Quacky is. You think you know, mm-hmm. Whitney? Yep. Okay, so this one this yeah. one might not be as quite as challenging, but then again, if you aren't watching your eyes when you're when you're Driving. It's, it's much better viewed than the mural that Quacky was at at Clarkson School. Oh. More, more eyes. More visible. See, yes. Um, more, more eyes have, have been set up on this one than the one so at Clarkson School. So put this. your guess in the K, on K105's Facebook. That picture that you see if you're watching with us is on its own post on K105's Facebook page. Put your guess on there. If you guess on the video, it doesn't count. So put your guess in there, and it will uh, enter you in to win a chance to get a entry into the Ducking Hunger Grata. But when you go and do that, there's a link in there as well. Click that and buy your own duck. $5. $5 gives you the chance to win $1,000. So they, they want you to buy a duck. The link's there. It's really easy. I know I bought one the other day. It took me like... 30 seconds. I think as long as you have your debit or credit card handy, it doesn't take you very long at all. Yes. So it's super easy to do. So go in there, buy yourself a duck. And even if you have put in there and you win on saying where Quacky is today, go buy yourself another one. I mean, one mm-hmm. more chance to possibly win $1,000 is, I mean, anybody can use $1,000, I mean, it's anytime, but especially mm-hmm. this year. I think it could be a way that could give you a little positivity going into 2020 here. Whitney, are you into pickling? Like, uh, like pickling items. <laughs> so we like pickles, but as far as pickling, no you know, pickled peppers and all of that, do, do you, pickled mm-hmm. eggs. Miss yeah. Pickled you, pigs. Do you ever and, have you ever done pickling? Uh-uh. I, ha- so, I have not. I have not pickled anything. I have tried pickled things. Uh, pickled bologna. If I was dying on an island, I would eat it. But it is my husband's favorite thing in the world. Really, yeah. um, smoked bologna. I like that. I can Ooh, do that. Yeah, fried bologna. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Um, yeah. So th- this is a list of 10 surprising things you didn't know you can pickle. So I guess we can go through and we can just figure out whether we try it or not. Pickled avocado? Mm. No. No? Mm-mm. Pickled shrimp? I, have, no. No, I can't have shrimp. Uh, watermelon rind? Pickled watermelon rind? Why would you pickle the rind? Uh, just bizarre. It's already bitter anyway. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't uh, know. Pickled cherry tomatoes? No. Eggplant? Mm, I'm not yeah. a fan of eggplant anyway. Yellow squash, corn. Now I've, we've had pickled, corn relish, pickled, and that's yeah, pickled that, that's corn probably relish. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pickled probably grapes. Bad. No, no. Pickled blueberries, peaches. This sounds terrible. So this Why this would list. You do uh, that? So how about chocolate instead, Misty? Does Please. that, that twenty two uh, pounds will kill you? We learned that yesterday. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> so now okay. they're saying something that I think I could have told you. Uh, chocolate sca- chocolate sales are spiking during the pandemic. Sure. No, yeah. Maybe that's why I'm hungry all the time. <laughs> so, like, it's the pandemic. Overall performance, all candy is up 3.8%. Chocolate is up 5.5%. Premium chocolate is up 12.5%. Mm. And in grocery stores alone, all candy is up 16.6%. Chocolate is up 17.9%. Premium chocolate is up 21.4%. I do love Lindor chocolates. The U.S. Mm. chocolate market is expected to surpass $20 billion by 2025. Mm. Well, yeah, 19 of that will be me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love chocolate. I do, too. I like it. Um, 
Krispy Kreme has a new donut coming out. And the, I still want to try the Reese one. So what's this that is one? good. The pumpkin spiced donut collection. Mm, Are I'm you a pumpkin ready. spice no, fan? I'm Whitney, not. No. Uh, I like pumpkin. I like pumpkin pie. I but I don't. This. I'm not. I'm not a huge pumpkin spice. You yeah, know, in my stuff. It, it t- yeah, I might try this. So they have this a, is like pumpkin pie. It's got a crust. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. pastry. Pumpkin spiced original glaze. Pumpkin spice cake donut. Pumpkin spice original filled cheesecake donut. Pumpkin spice cinnamon roll donut. And a brand new offering for 2020 featuring a pumpkin spice sugar blend topped with cream cheese icing and cinnamon schmear. Uh, yeah, that would, sounds good. I would try that. But yeah, I'm, try that. like I said, if it's in my coffee or something like that, I don't want it. So. During the break, Whitney, you were talking about your kids going back to school mm-hmm. and kind of the struggle here. And a mom <laughs> is going viral right now with her first day of school picture for her kids. <laughs> as Julie Burton's kids, Emma Burton, who is going to be a freshman, and Kate Burton, is going to be a sixth grade. We're still in bed when their mom snapped the back to school picture. Mm-hmm. We we saw a lot of those here locally. Yes. Yeah, and it's I thought it was it's fairly clever. I know Mark had his mm-hmm. clever one with with Anna as well. So um, yeah. I thought that was that was pretty. Clever I've seen a lot of them that. in pajamas as well. Yeah, I've seen just like yeah. they pull the covers back and the kids like uh-huh. asleep the still hairs, and they just lay the paper. It's, it's funny. My daughter, my daughter is is six and my son is soon to be nine. And it's funny the dynamic of the two of them because she is up and at them. She's like me. She is, in fact, she beat me up this morning before the alarm there clock you know, and was up right? and getting her. And I thought that Man, was my kid. Yes, but yeah. my son, it's like pulling. That's me. That's me. Yeah, I'm not, not a morning person. I had one that just did what needed to be done. When yes. the alarm went off, it was very robotic. And mm-hmm. then I had two that were more like, don't make us go. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not not a morning person. So one of the things that I like to do is when I come in here is I like to throw scenarios out there and let you let, let Misty and Whitney have you all decide, are they in the right or in the wrong? Okay. So a mom is upset at her mother-in-law. After she cut her son's hair without permission. Mm. So a mom has written to Reddit after she was told her reaction to her mother-in-law cutting her son's hair was over the top and that she was being, quote, too sentimental. I've asked my mother-in-law four times now not to cut my son's hair, and it once again happened. I confronted her about it, and she said it was just a trim. I told her it mattered to me and that I was going to find someone else to watch my kids while my husband and I were at work because I was done with her not respecting me and my wishes when it comes to my kids. Yeah. Are it's, you, it's are not, you? Yeah, it's not about a haircut. It's about Mm-mm. the fact that we have a meddling mother-in-law. And listen, here's this is the big thing that you need to take away from this, mother-in-laws. <laughs> when your children, biblically, when your children leave you, they become they one with somebody them. else. Mm-hmm. They, they cleave to their spouse. That's right, Whitney. And they, mm-hmm. So you are out. You no longer have authority over that child. Now, you get respect and honor from that child, but you have to also reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to tell them what to do, and you surely don't take it upon yourself to do what you think is the right thing to do. So right. mother-in-law is in the wrong there? 100% uh, yeah, I would agree with that. However, that's not a knock on mine because I love mine. But <laughs> yeah. um, it, I had a great one. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things. It's a, it's more of the respect of, yeah. hey, uh, you, I respect you, you enough to know that that's you know exactly. that's your all that's your all thing. Yeah, now. this isn't about a haircut. This is mm-hmm. about the fact that she just. This reminds me of everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. mother-in-law <laughs> in there. Yes, she loved her children. There's no doubt so she loved much. her children, but she couldn't respect the boundary. That yeah. the, that's Absolutely. your mom's. That is her child, not yours. Right. A Kansas man is breaking out his Halloween and Christmas decorations to promote face masks. Some residents in Overland Park, Kansas, have noticed a lawn filled with skeletons and snowmen. At first glance, they thought someone was getting an early start on the holiday season. However, it is much more profound than that. As you can see here, as he's got, uh, if we can even go full screen, he's got signs there that says, wear your masks, don't end up like us. It's the skeleton. So it's it's kind of morbid, but at the same time, uh, he said, one death is too many. We want to do something that we can make sure that we can all have safe for the holidays. So that's his decoration there in Kansas. Mm-hmm. A Texas couple is staging a funeral Whataburger photo shoot to mourn the wedding date that they had postponed by the coronavirus. A lighthearted couple in Texas recently staged a dramatic photo shoot at Whataburger to mourn what would have been their wedding day as the nuptials have been rescheduled due to the coronavirus pandemic. So just kind of a... A funny picture there that I saw this morning after they had um, had their wedding date. I mean, and that's happened to a lot of people yeah. yes. that um, have gone through that. Um, 
And then I saw this as well. $118,000 have been raised for girls forced to use the Wi-Fi at one of the local restaurants. Yeah, I heard this this morning, and I was like, what is this? So um, they may live near Silicon Valley, but two children were forced to sit outside the restaurant in order to log on to their school's distance learning so they could use the restaurant's free Wi-Fi. So people have now come through a GoFundMe page and have raised $118,000 for these girls to have um, time. Okay, so do they have Wi-Fi? Do they not have Wi-Fi because their parents can't afford the monthly service? She's a single mom to three smart and outgoing little girls, and she's an essential worker that works in the field picking berries. She's a dedicated mother that works hard to provide for them on her days off of work. She sells flowers on the side of the road. When field work is off season, she walks around selling ice cream, snacks, and candy. She doesn't take a day off because that is a day she could be making a few dollars to provide for the girls. But so The my, family but, was about to be evicted from the single room they all share when the campaign started. But that didn't answer my question. Do they not have Wi-Fi because she can't afford the monthly Wi-Fi bill or there's no infrastructure to where she lives? I would presume it's – well, it's in Silicon Valley, so I would presume – I would assume they have it. They have yes, access. They have access. And I appreciate the $118,000. People are very generous with that. But when you take what those two little girls are dealing with, with a large amount of children in our community who they don't even have the infrastructure mm-hmm. to it – I'm like, I, I get your heart to bleed for this mom, but there are many children around America. Like, that is such a first world problem to me that children are having to go places to find a hot spot uh-huh. to download their work. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was, um, yeah, wasn't so taken aback. By and then today, in just the headline, because we've got to get to a break, we got our, our morning line conversation as man applies for job at Pizza Parlor. Steals the chip tip jar and then leaves his contact info behind. I think it's probably safe to say he didn't get the job. Coming up today on our Kentucky Derby Virtual Festival, we're going to talk with a representative from Louisville Tourism. That comes up and more here on In the Know. Hey, it's Greg Bilby, community storyteller, and this is the official Kentucky Derby Festival event, the AT&T Virtual Morning Line. As Derby Week continues, my guest this morning is Cleo Battle, Chief Operating Officer of Global Tourism. Good morning, Cleo. Morning. Great week this week. In 2020, this is a good week. I love your energy, first of all. Uh, It's great to have an energetic person to interview. And with tourism and, and Louisville and the Derby, you know, let's talk about this a little bit. Derby being a huge economic generator for the city, how are businesses that are tourism related doing in Louisville? Yeah, well, let's 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 start here. I think we, I think Louisville's lucky, and we're you know it's a, it's a week to have a little luck. Uh, we're appreciative that we will keep the tradition, the 146 year old tradition alive, of holding the longest running sporting event in America. You know, postponing the event versus canceling, uh, like many other cities have had to do. Uh, would have been tough. Uh, you know, you asked about um, our tra- museums and attractions. You know, I'll tell you, last month or July, because I forgot it's September now, in July, our top 20 attractions saw 231,000 visitors come through the door in July. Now, that is a big number when you when you hear it. It's only, it's about half of what it was in 2019, but it's still optimistic. It's, it gives some optimism that you know, folks are starting to travel. They're starting to find their way through uh, what we've all been through in 2020. So there's there's some optimism um, with, with with Derby Week. There's a there's a there's a there's a little bit of spirit in the air. Uh, you know, Derby does that. It unites Louisvillians, uh, brings people together to celebrate the Derby culture and a long history. So yeah, there's there's some optimism even in 2020. We've got some optimism. Well, you talked spirit. Uh, talked to Chris Morris earlier in the week with Woodward Reserve, and we were just talking about the bourbon boom that is going on and continues to go on in the Commonwealth here. I, I'm hearing a lot about this uh, this urban bourbon trail. Explain okay. to our listeners what exactly is the urban bourbon trail. So you have uh, 30 uh, stops on the urban bourbon trail. Uh, each of these stops have over 50 uh, different bourbons uh, at, at their location, and you go in and you <clears throat> you uh, you go into one of these stops, you enjoy the experience. You got a passport book, you get stamped, and you bring that back down to the uh, visitor center. Uh, to um, once you have a number of stamps in your book, you bring that back down to the visitor center to receive some goodies from Louisville Tourism and the visitor center. But it's a great experience, you know. You you think about the 
you know, you think about the distilleries that have opened. We've had over 10 distilleries that have opened in the last three or four years in, in Louisville. Um, so between the distilleries and the urban bourbon trail stops, there's so much to do in that area. And, you know, the one thing I always tell folks from around the country, you know, this is not this is not New Orleans where you're, you're going to drink the hurricane and you're trying to get drunk. This is about culture and history of bourbon. And that's what you get when you go to these urban bourbon trail stops and you go to the distilleries. You learn about the craft of bourbon. You learn about the history, the culture. Um, so it's, it's so exciting. And, and we have seen uh, such a growth in visitation around uh, folks from around the country, around the world who want to come in and, and experience our bourbon culture and history. All right, Cleo, how to get more information about Louisville Tourism? Give us a website to go to. Yeah, go to LouisvilleTourism.com. You find everything you're looking for right there. Good deal. Cleo, thanks a lot for the time, and happy Derby. Hey, happy Derby. You too, Greg. Keep the optimism alive. That's Cleo Battle with Louisville Tourism. Again, visit GoToLouisville.com to find out more. I'm Greg Milby, and this is the Kentucky Derby Festival's AT&T Virtual Morning Line. Did you know that Australians used to name hurricanes after unpopular politicians? <laughs> I'm not. I like I'm it. not opposed. I like it. I think we should rotate from each party every hurricane. Every like, let's pick an unpopular one from this party and then from this party, right? Hurricane Trump and then next time's Hurricane Barack. Yeah, well, just like, like a... you know, Mitch and Nancy. <laughs> right? Hurricane Mitch. That's Hur- Hurricane Nancy. Yeah. Hurricane Nancy. Yeah. Um, I-, I don't mind this. I- or maybe we should maybe we should give them double names like that. You know, Mitch Nancy. Yeah, the Pelosi McConnell Hurricane. That sounds that sounds very wordy. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. but, uh, I think I like Nancy Mitch or Mitch Nancy better. Whitney had to uh, she's had to jump away for a, a she's doing a class, I believe, is what she's, she said. Yeah, so she's leaving um, something for the extension office. If you today. have any questions for the extension office, be sure to give them a call. They do a lot of really good work. I know that they're open now to the public as well. Mm-hmm. Whitney's all about agriculture. So if you are out, if you're a farmer and you have a question based on, I mean. She you was know, telling me on Shop Local, like, people were ringing bugs in for her to identify. I'm like, what do you not do? And she, that would well, be an easier list. Well, I saw I saw yesterday I was coming in. I had to take the trash out and saw a bug that was on my on my uh, door. And I was kind of like, what is that? What I is never, that? I had never seen that. So I should have I taken a picture and showed it to Whitney this morning. But the, the phone Chain, number is 270-259-3492. And they are actually having their first lead with extension class at the Chamber of Commerce today. It's Zoom. Um, there was a cutoff date to sign up for that. However, if you really, really, really want to participate, you probably could email April Spalding and see if she has any room left. Uh, I'm not going to guarantee you that. I'm just going to say it does start today, but you'll want to get in at least for next month. But today's is, is discussing conflict in your workplace and that, how that did you all, resolve that. We all deal with, um, yeah, so if you are interested in anything the Extension Office do, uh, does, we'll talk with Natalie, I tomorrow. think she'll be with us tomorrow, so we'll, we'll dive a little deeper into that. But, yeah, give them a call. They do a lot of really good work over there. Jared Sheeran had his baby. He did. He did. He's not releasing a picture yet. Name? The name Lyra Antarctica. Girl or boy? It is a baby girl. Lyra. L-Y-R-A and Antarctica like the continent. So, um... Who's his wife? Do we know anything about her, where he his found her, wife is where he met Cherry her? His wife is Seaborn. Okay, is this is like her name. childhood sweetheart so, or he um, met her on the that road? I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but last week, with the help of an amazing delivery team, Cherry gave birth to our beautiful and healthy daughter, Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. We are completely in love with her, is what That's a big he name. Says. So, um, Lyra Antarctica. So, he has not released a picture yet. He's waiting to do that, but yeah. Okay, all right. Um, BTS has become the first ever South Korean band to hit number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in America. Their all-new English-language track, Dynamite. Nice. So I've, heard, I've heard about them. Yeah. I, I probably would fun. know some of their songs, but I love K- K-pop. is the most positive. I don't know this. I don't know K-pop. Well, you think K-pop is Gangnam Style, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of that, like, so it's really it's that, like. That's the, it's the genre. It's yeah, K-pop. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So it's Korean pop. the name yeah. of the band. No, gotcha. the band is BTS. So this is the genre, BTS. Yes. So it's like Gangnam Style. So it's kind of really. I do love that. Yes. Uh, it's very upbeat. So Madonna has a no. biopic coming out. Buddha Madonna. Julia Garner is who she wants to play her. So from Ozark. 
we're know. not going to watch it, so it yeah, doesn't matter. I know. Yeah, I know you all don't like Madonna, but there are people out there that do. So they, she wants I don't know Julia that there Garner. Are. Like if, um, if if all the people and their friends tried to go to the concert, you know, during the tour, I don't <laughs> think there's anybody left here in America on her side. Uh, Chadwick Boseman's movie, the Jackie Robinson movie, Forty Two, is going to get a theatrical re-release in 300 AMC theaters oh, beginning nice. on Thursday. So I like that. Tickets are five dollars for I've that. I've not seen it. Have you seen uh, it? Forty Two. I have. Yes, it's really good. good. Yes. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a really good actor, and it's got yeah. a, it's a good historical movie. And you don't necessarily have to be a baseball fan to. I shouldn't to enjoy say it's it. a great story, but it is. Um, it is yeah, something I mean, you need to, it's, you yeah. need to watch. You need to know. Uh, screen five. Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid's son Jack are joining the cast of that. Okay. I don't know if screen movies. I don't. Eh, not not really my. I love Dennis Quaid, but and. If you remember back in 2009, it feels like it was not that long ago. Do you remember when Kanye took the mic from Taylor Swift mm-hmm. at the VMAs? That was 09. I was thinking that was like yeah. more like 15. Yeah, I was going to say it didn't feel like it was that long ago. So he has now given the reason as to why. Finally. Mm-hmm. 11 years later. We thought we knew that night. He was saying Beyonce was robbed. Yes, he did. He said... At that point, God was giving him the information. If God ain't want me to run on stage and say Beyonce had the best video, he wouldn't have sat me in the front row. I would have been sitting in the back. That's what Kanye said. I'm just going to share from a, uh, a woman who follows Christian faith. God's not in any of that mess. Yeah. Uh, God's not at the VMAs. God's not in any of any of that stuff you're all singing and producing. I, I Sorry if you're upset with me for saying that. He, uh, you're, you're not hearing from God that he, somebody else should have won that video. He award. added to it saying it wouldn't have made it ridiculous an idea because I'd never heard of this person before talking about Taylor Swift, which um, she'd be a pretty big deal at that point. No, I'm not saying you're not hearing and, voices. And but. said, and Single Ladies is like one of the greatest videos of all time. And he goes on to say. Uh, I'm not going to argue with He was there. drinking Hennessy at the time as well and didn't ah, want to go off. It was Hennessy yeah. you were hearing yeah, from. So, not um, not, not you know, Yahweh. I wasn't going to. Tennessee, they kind of buried the yeah. lead there, but uh, it sometimes happens. So, what Stay do you always sober, say? People. Exactly. Stay sober, you you people. read my mind on that. Coming up here on In the Know, we will have your highlight in history. I've gone through and I've come up with questions that are plaguing humanity. I guess it's an extended version of Point to Ponder. <laughs> so it is. It is driving me nuts. And Misty, you're going to help me get to the bottom Great. of it. Coming up Great. here on In the Know. So I've come up with a list now of the questions that are plaguing humanity, or maybe mm. just me. Misty, are you ready to help me? Okay. How do you handcuff a one-armed person? Oh, it's um, wrist to ankle. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That Very makes good. Sense. Move on. Do okay. pigs have pen pals? Um, they don't, but they have spider pals. We learned in Charlotte's Web. True. Yes. True, so true, true. They, yep. so the spider is the pen pal. So technically, yes, they just don't write back. Uh. Do dermatologists make rash dis- rash decisions? Um, rash? No, that'd be a pediatrician or your your. But rash dermatologist, you know, right. scan yeah, doctor. Yeah, but they're more like you know, you know, cancerous things. Uh, if a turtle loses its shell, mm-hmm. is it naked or homeless? Oh, both. Both. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it pulls double duty. Why is the third hand on a watch called a second hand? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, you lost me there. Why do we sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" when we we're already at the game? Foot, right? Yeah. Did you, why do we sing yeah. "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" when we're already at the game? I've always. Uh, this is why I don't go to baseball games. It doesn't make any doesn't sense make to any me. Sense. It's confusing. And then, or uh, I mean, no, no, I it's, like it's just yeah. Uh, those were just a few of those yeah. questions that. So I can had. we call the second hand the foot? Like my foot, my f- your my watch. Foot. But see, that's why I just yeah. I just do the. Uh, I just do the old-fashioned, you know, digital. I don't even know if I can, you know, it, that's not going to work yeah. there. But, it, the, yeah, there, you kind of saw it briefly. I do the, where I can just look down and see, oh, it's 9.57, and I don't have to look and do any more guiding into that. And then something else I learned here, I'm going to do a second digito because I found this interesting. And I was going to bring it up with Whitney, but I, I felt like she would know this. Did you know that only female ducks quack? I Ma- think I have heard that before. Male ducks coo, hoot, honk, and grunt, but they can't quack. Well, I need to know the di- like. I need to hear the difference. Like, what's uh, a honk and a quack? Because those are very similar. I, I, I'm, I'm not a sound effects expert. 
I, I'm not. I'm not. We had some sure. ducks. Like we did some duck yeah. herding this year at our house. We had the duck compound. Did, didn't end it, well, did it? Well, they flew away <laughs> but, after the compound was. Yes. Was uh, I did, infiltrated? I did. Yes, I did move the cat outside, which um, Hank Hank lost the fight. Hank did the cat. Yes. We had a moment of silence here. Hank was quacking or honking. Um, highlight in history for today on this date in four, 490 BC. Pheidippides, uh, I think is how you say it, of Athens, completed his mission to seek help against the Persian army. He had to run for two days and two nights to the city of Sparta, about 140 miles away. Under religious law, he could not get the needed help until after the next full moon, and so he ran the 140 miles again, returning to Athens without Spartan troops. Making me feel bad. <laughs> I'm not running 140 feet. Sorry. Yeah, not even 100. Yeah. Uh, on this date in 1666, this was the first day of the Great Fire of London. Mm. On this date in 1789, the United States Treasury Department was organized by an act of Congress. It was the third cabinet of government. On this date... 80 years ago today, the Great Smoky Mountains was officially named a national park. Nice. On this date in 1949, Albin Barkley, the vice president of the United States and a Kentucky native, under Harry S. Truman wrote a letter that made reference to his office as the Veep, and the nickname stuck. I'm not sure I knew that Albin Barkley, Kentucky's own, was the one that came up with that. No. Have you seen that TV show? I think it's, uh, who, who is... I've um, not seen it, but I've heard about yes, it. Yes. Um, Ho Chi Man. Died on this date in 1969. He was the president of Vietnam, of North Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien died on this date in 1973, the author of The Lord of Rings. Mm. 2005. I've never read those. Are you a fan of The Lord of no, the Rings? I have I've, I've, Her son is. The Hobbit. Time. Yeah, no, I haven't um, Haven't really gotten into that. I Harry Potter. Read those. I'm more of a Harry Potter. No, uh, I feel like you're... There are people who are both, but I feel like it's kind of one of those... Mm-hmm, one or the other. Like, yeah, it's like Batman time. or Superman. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can't pick yep. both. you got to yep. pick one. Uh, in the state, 2005, George Bush toured some of, some of the areas devastated by Hurricane Katrina. After he put his hurricane machine up. 15 years ago today. Wow. And two years ago today, John McCain was laid to rest in, at the U.S. Naval Academy in Annapolis. Wow. One year ago today, Hurricane Dorian battered the Bahamas for 24 hours. Birthdays. Only one gone but not forgotten, but it's a big one in the state of Kentucky. Adolph Rupp. Was born in the state in 1901. Former basketball coach at the University of Kentucky. 876 wins over four decades. So he was born in this state in 1901. Robert Shapiro was born in this state in 78. Of course, he's the member of the defense team for OJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and isn't he, what's his connection to the Kardashians? He's got some, doesn't he have a connection to them? No. Um, so the Kardashian, the dad, was part of the the legal team he was for also OJ, he and was also then their mom, Chris, was friends with um, OJ's wife that was killed. Okay, so okay. she that was ma- one of the that, best friends. So that makes sense. Yeah. So but yeah, he's the one that I can't was. Keep up with all of that. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Yes, uh, Billy Preston was born in the state. P seventy four today. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, seventy two. Mark Harmon from NCIS is sixty nine today. Uh, Eric Dickerson, football player, is 60. Keanu Reeves, 56 today. Thelma Hayek is 54. Baseball player Rich Aurelia is 49. How about a chart topper? Well, it depends on what you're serving. Uh, so I'm going to be nice, and These I'm going like to skip appetizers. 1945 today. You're really uh, so good instead, to me we're going to do 54. Okay. Oh, okay. I can't can't just skip Let's the see. 40s and 50s completely. <laughs> I love this song, yeah. You do? The Crew Cuts were number one with Shabu. I think this is a good one. It's kind of a... You think you're in like an ice cream parlor or something, you know? It's it's got kind of that that happy feeling. So how about 1963 next? Let's try it. Maybe. Let's see. I got it. Johnny Cash was number one. Will you ring up fire? I went down, down, down. You just made nice places during Cash fan. I'm not a country fan, but this is one of the songs that I, if I have to listen to country, I can actually listen to. So you to. like the older, older country? Countries. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do not. Yeah. New country, just not. New not country my, is what we would have called uh, southern rock back in the day. Like Leonard yeah. Skinner, you know that well, kind of this, feel. Uh, see, Leonard, uh, yeah, no, Leonard. I can listen Leonard Skinner, CCR, like those. I can, yeah, I but can I'm enjoy. Saying but it falls closer to that than it does the country, the roots of country for yeah. me. I mean, I can, I can agree with that. But uh, sorry, Luke Bryan, I, I have no interest in listening to you. 1972. 
Gilbert O'Sullivan was number one with Alone Again Naturally. I don't think I did either. But it was number one on the state in 1972. Alone again. Naturally. He sounds like John Lennon a lot. He does have a little bit of that sound to him. So we'll jump up to 81. Okay. Maybe. The Pointer Sisters were number one. This is Ronnie Millsap's Slow Hand. This is a song. I love this song. I didn't realize they did it. They did? They, they on, did on this date in 1981, they were number one. Yay. I'm not a big Pointer Sister fan. I love the song, but I think I like the original. I don't, I don't know. Wasn't it? Was it Ronnie Mill? No, it wasn't Ronnie Millsap. I'm not. Okay. They're uh, not the original, but I do love the song. So 1990? Is that? Did you want me to skip that? 1990? Or did you? Just depends. Just depends. Just depends. Yeah. What do you got? Um, we're having to pay an advertisement here. So. I mean, I would prefer a hairband be thrown in it daily. Does Bon Jovi pull me out count? of the funk? You put me in. Yes, Bon Jovi would count. Even short hair Bon Jovi. Uh-huh. Bon Jovi was number one with Blaze of Glory. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. So this works? Yes. This does? Yes. This heals all other wounds. 30 years ago today. Yes. Jump up to 21 years ago today. As as I would say, this this next song, for people my age, was made famous by one movie. Told me the world is going oh yeah, you, you gotta love Shrek. This was All Star by Smash Mouth was number one on the stage 21 years ago today in 1999. On the stage in 2008, Forever by Chris Brown was number one. And on the stage three years ago today, Despacito. Uh, Justin Bieber, Luis Fonsi. Did you want me to throw a little? I can, I can throw a little bit. Yes. I got just enough time to throw one Let's more end with Despacito. I felt like you weren't. Was Daddy? Yankee I felt like you weren't necessarily. This? You were on board with a uh, Chris Brown. So. Is Daddy Yankee a part of uh, Despacito? Yes, he is. Despacito is number one. Despacito three years ago today. So you are a Despacito fan. I added the new stuff. I know that this one. Yeah, I mean, this was the song of the summer three years ago today. Bieber in there as well. Could bring it back for 2020. It is. We can, uh, I mean, out of some of the things, though, I can live with this. Here, we'll play a little bit of the chorus here. It's got a just a good beat underneath this. My point to ponder, or my pearl of wisdom for today. Put your pride aside. It's what's in your heart that really matters. Put your pride aside. It is when you, it is what's in your heart that really matters. That wraps up our show here for today. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition. Natalie Tall from the Grayson County Extension Office will be 